is it. Greetings, city lovers. Welcome back to another Creative This Podcast. My name is Dunde Yuwono dan kali ini kita bakal ngobrol sama salah satu band asal Nashville digawangi oleh Chase, Ryan, and Joel. Dan kita bakal ngobrol sama salah satu band favoritnya Dunde dan mungkin favorit dari City Lovers juga Yaitu adalah Coin So Lutfi bakal ngobrol sama mereka soal EP terbaru Dan juga ada trilogi EP yang sudah mereka siapkan Halo Coin Halo Hi, so uh, Chase, uh, Ryan, and Joe, am I right? Yeah, yes. Okay, so introduce me. Uh, it's nice to see you. I'm Lutfi from Creative Biz uh, Online Media from Indonesia. Thank you for uh, this interview. Yeah, thank you for having yeah. us. Thank you. Oh, so uh, let's start the interview, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so tell me your activities during pandemic. You know, um, We were on tour in March. We got two shows into a tour, and um, the tour was kind of abruptly ended, and our foreseeable plans were kind of canceled. We had just released the album actually a week prior to the tour, two weeks prior, so that was um, confusing and disorienting, and um, kind of lost for a minute. And we just kind of took a step back and started getting inspired again, and and kind of pressing reset. And just started writing songs, and it just felt like we just went downhill and never stopped. And we've been writing songs ever since. Just honestly, that's all we've done. We, you know, without touring on the table, we have just written and written and written and just haven't stopped. So, uh, did you miss something uh, before this pandemic time? Did you miss anything? Like maybe like going to concert or maybe just stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, totally. I'd be lying yeah. if I say I didn't like miss that community and that like. It, experience there's like a give and take live you know between us and the audience and um it's been tough not having that 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 like physical connection but um i i just you know lean in on the fact that hopefully we'll get that back one day and then we're gonna be like a hundred songs richer when that comes back so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so tell me the detail about your new ep called indigo violet yeah um well We kind of wrote this collection of songs really early on in quarantine about, I mean, really about the pandemic and just kind of what it meant to be alive, what it meant to be human, and just kind of the oneness uh, around. Well, I just felt like there was a, a lot of um, a lot of uh, connection, and um, I don't even know how to how to express. It's like connection it. through despair. Yeah, you know? we like wow. found found other people and found. A new community from you know states away, countries away, because everyone was feeling the same hurt. Yeah, truly, um, that's what we beautifully put. And so, yeah, we wrote this out. We wrote these these four songs, and we're like, these are very uniquely now, and um, they feel like an echo chamber to where we've been. And we had to get these thoughts out. So we're like, we feel this way. We know a lot of other people probably feel this way, and. Um, We called it Indigo Violet for no reason at the time. It just felt like the songs were earthy and purple. I'm not even sure. But then, but it, but it it sent us on it sent us on a path to figure out um, how we can make more music, uh, more songs. Sorry, um, that are 
rooted in color and theme, just like these were. So that led us to reverse engineering, making green, blue and red, orange and um, songs that are just defined by their color and kind of like the feeling you get when you listen to them. So, yeah. So I think like that's why there's so many moody song and mellow song rather than your previous work in Indigo Viola because it reflects the time of right now, this pandemic time, isn't it? It's very well put. Absolutely. Yeah, that's very intentional. And I appreciate you listening for that. It was um, something that we worried about. We thought that maybe this is too much of a departure away, but I feel like this year has been such a an experiment by God. So I feel like it should be an experiment by us too. <laughs> so uh, much of Indigo Violet is about relationship. Like, do you have any personal experience when you're writing for this song, especially for this EP? Yeah, I mean, it's it's about relationship, not so much romantically, but more so relationship between humanity. And um, I kind of realized this idea like early on, just seeing all of us face such the same enemy for the first time, uh, that when each of us are cut and hurt, you know, we literally bleed the same blood and we may have different situations and scenarios, but we feel and have the same exact um, emotions. So, you know, it, it did feel strange to speak these thoughts, but again, we knew that if we felt this, then certainly this is going to resonate with other people. So we, ha we had to get the symbols way and heavy on us. So moving forward, you know, we have a lot of other stuff to say too, but it, it's, it's been a good, it's been a good time to figure out something to say, not, yeah, just figuring out why you're saying what you're saying, not just how you're saying what you're saying. So you are almost 10 years together as a coin. So tell us yeah. your secret receipt to keep this band almost 10 years because 10 years is a long time, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's, it's been about, you know, I think that the, the greatest thing you can do is, um, I don't know, do you have a secret guys? I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly, I think we got lucky. I don't even have, I don't think it's a secret. I met these people like basically my first week living here in Nashville and somehow I'm sitting here on a couch with them years later. So I, I don't know. There's no... We're, we're oddly so different from each other, but I think that that actually works to our advantage because I think that we kind of, we truly complete each other's weaknesses. It's it's really bizarre. It like really works out. Um, fate. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Maybe that's the secret the, fate. The universe was on our side. Yeah. <laughs> so... So you are complete, uh, completely each other, right? Yeah, most definitely. Yes. I wouldn't be alive with these two. Hmm. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't. So it's kind of interesting that you're coming from Nashville, the home of country music, and you're out there playing new wave and guitar pop music. Hmm. Is there any unique experience when you are starting out as a band from Nashville playing out, playing pop music and new wave music? It was definitely strange at the beginning. We were at, we were at a period where the music we made was not happening and, and but it kind of worked to our advantage it at the beginning because people were people felt like we were outsiders and, and they wanted to help us and, and they felt like they could teach us the insides of the industry without it being threatening to them if that makes sense um i don't know <laughs> i mean i don't know if that's true. entirely no, true, that's but, pretty true but I, I, yeah. they, people really helped us early on and I, maybe that's just nashville and it's just what it means to be a young artist in nashville but people like 
stuck their necks out for us that we didn't know. <laughs> and um, the first concert we played, though, they did tell us to turn down, and then they would get us more shows. And yeah, they said they said <laughs> play quieter, and we'll get you another show. Yeah. And we played quieter, and we got another show. And then that led show led to another show led to another show, and like people just wanted to help us. I I think because it was just different. I'm I you know I think to this we day we were I don't know. just different enough in Nashville that all of the like gatekeepers in the music community. I had this theory recently that they just like felt bad for us and were like, <laughs> like you guys are crazy and like we're just gonna like do the best we can like, to help you. It's not gonna happen, guys. Like you need you need us, so they we're threw, just gonna help you. Yeah, so. they threw us a bone. But thank sure. God for those people were so sweet. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> wow, that's such an experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was <laughs> truly mad. so. Mad. Speaking about your recent album called Dreamland, it contains much funk and disco bassline and 80s influence. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, actually, Dreamland was recorded everywhere but a studio. Everywhere from, I mean, literally the Philippines to the UK to my childhood bedroom to this house that we're sitting in right now. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of a. Uh, this collective journal of everywhere we, we toured for two years and it's called dreamland because um we were gone for so long i felt like we were living in some kind of alternate universe or something living above our actual selves um yeah so it's um it's just again it's one of those situations where it like it's like a collection of every like the kitchen sink basically of every all of all of our influences up until that point um, yeah, the orchestra, the choir, the disco bass lines, you know, all the 80s synths, like, it, it just felt like a full extension of who we were for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, not just where we had been, not, not where we're going, just like where we were in that two years and whatever happened in that two years was Dreamland. So you already made three albums. So how to find fresh idea during the process of making the album? to make the new album different from your previous work? It's a beautiful question. And, um, I think that we kind of just unlocked the answer to that like yesterday. So yeah, I, I, I think that, yeah, it's different every time. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of find it along the way and we're just so inspired by 60s and 70s rock, like literal rock music and, and you know, and modern pop music. So we'll see, we'll see where that takes us. So, how you can keep consistent with your sound without change radically? Like, you know, many bands out there, sounds like you, mm-hmm. always try to go EDM and super pop music and with a big beat and with heavy bass line and stuff like that. And you, you keep your, uh, your authenticity with like guitar, guitar pop and 80s bass line. So, how to keep consistent with your music? Because, you know, right now it's like, if you, if you didn't put an EDM, it will, it will go nothing. Yeah, it's that's a great it's a great point. It, it's it is hard sometimes because you, you want more and, and you want to you want to do something differently. And um, but I, I think at the end of the day, if you do what's honest to you, um, then that's what I, we kind of you kind of like I, we pass this test. That's like, are you going to be okay with listening to this in 10 years or 20 years and 30? Like, well, at what point in your life can you visualize yourself being ashamed of this? And it's not always a, a possible like question to answer but it's not just about shame either but it's just about being honest with yourself in that moment and being proud of that so it takes us to edm it takes us to edm 
but um you know i, I we're we're really we're always living by the honesty of the moment mm -hmm. so longevity is the key right to your music what what did you say well, I say that, but at the same time, I am I'm willing to go wherever the song takes you, you know? Yeah. So, what you are listening to right now? What was that? Sorry. I'm listening to oh, a band. Listening. I'm listening to a band called Fontaine's DC. That's so good. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's their newest album. Uh, uh, Joe just told me to listen to Baba O'Reilly by The Who. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, I that's an epic song. Yeah, it really oh, is. I listened to a song so good. 12 times today. So Ooh. After I told him to listen to that song, I ended up finding myself on a, on a Metallica path. I have no idea why. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I've been really, <laughs> the past week, I've been so into Rolling Stones. Like, Sticky Fingers, like, just kills me. Like, honestly, I don't know why. I never liked it before. Um, so I'd say I'm about two years shy of a Grateful Dead face. So we'll see where I am. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe in the future we can we can listen to classic rock stuff by Coin, isn't it? I, I, think it's, I think it's very, very, very near. I think it is. Yeah, he bought himself a pair of leather pants yeah, already. Yeah, leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us five things we didn't know about Coin. Ooh. Um, Joe... Let's see. Joe's dad. They have a basement in their in their house, and it's like mm. it's lined with um, like met, like football and like sports memorabilia, like bo like boxing gloves signed by Muhammad Ali, like Babe Ruth baseballs. Uh, yeah, Ooh. it was like what, what he <laughs> you and his can dad make a did. Museum out of it. Oh, seriously? Uh, yeah, it already. <laughs> I, I collected the sports memorabilia growing up. It literally looks like a museum. It's unbelievable, and that's like I did that a lot. Yeah, it's what his he that was like their bonding thing. Yeah. Um, some people like boats, some people, you know, his dad, they like sports memorabilia. <laughs> um, five things. My dad is a pastor. I don't know if people know that of a church. Um, Probably most people do not know that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. He's cool. Um, let me think here. I like uh, the sports kick. I mean, Chase is really good at basketball and like very knowledgeable about sports. I love, really, very, I really love sports. Like, yeah. He knows so much about it things that I would never know. I do know a lot about sports. a lot about sports. Um, we produce most of our music um, now more than ever. We are very hands-on with uh, the production and the creative and the creation and recording of it. Uh, most of our vocals are recorded on this. Maybe like 50% wow. 50, 50 are recorded like like this. Wow. Um, yeah, so Apple, if you want to get us some more. Maybe like 100%. Yeah, some of like the... <laughs> true like uh, we put out a song with Louis the child um all every single one of the vocals we recorded um let's see ryan has the greatest posture in the world that's it there you go yeah <laughs> right now, i'm on a couch yeah, but it's we're, we're relaxed so last question what's next for coin Ooh, uh we're gonna finish rainbow mixtape we're gonna put these songs out and um i said this earlier like you know how in like math you show your work for the your equation i feel like rainbow mixtape is showing our work how we got to dreamland and how we're getting to album four which we're also writing now too so album four world tour you know the whole thing making music for everybody not just ourselves 
Wow, wow, that's a great answer. So we hope to see your new music after maybe concert after this pandemic uh, over. Nothing would bring me more joy. Yes, we're excited. Make the world stop turning. Make the money stop adding up. I keep running in circles and I can't make it stop. This is Creative Podcast.